On today's show, Melinda and co-host Anne Miranda wrap up their coast-to-coast across-Canada series in the Yukon Northwest Territories and none of it. It's been an amazing journey through every province and territory, listening to women share their brave stories. That's coming up next on See Here Love. You are seen, you are heard, you are loved by God. You're not alone, you're fully known, you are loved by God. Well, welcome to See Here Love as we conclude our across Canada coast-to-coast conversations here in the Yukon, Nunavut, and Northwest Territories. And Anne Miranda, welcome back. Hi, Mel. So can exciting you, that we're in the territory I, today. Woo! And can you believe that we started in British Columbia, went all the way to Labrador, and here we are today in Northern Canada with three amazing women guests. And I am thrilled that Jody, Amy, and Livia are here with us. And I want to get right to you, Jody. Um, who are you? Where are you living? Tell us a bit about you. Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Jody Risto, and my husband and I and our three kiddos and our chickens are living in Whitehorse, Yukon, up in the territory. And um, I grew up actually nowhere near here. I grew up in Venezuela and South America as a missionary kid. And my husband and I had a passion for missions worldwide, served in Papua New Guinea for uh, two years, and then God brought us here to work in Northern Canada in the Yukon. And so we are really blessed to be here working um, with Indigenous people groups and with a ministry called Ethnos Canada. Well, welcome, Jody. I love the Yukon, and I'm so glad that you're here with us today. Thank you so much. Amy, hi, Amy. Hi, I'm so thankful to be on. Uh, my name is Amy Charlie. I was born and raised in Inuvik Northwest Territories, above the Arctic Circle. Um, wow. I'm a member of the Kaska and Gwich'in First Nations. I did. I received my bachelor's degree in international development last year from Trinity oh. Western University. Um, and then I moved home and I started um, my nonprofit. So I'm the founder of Arctic Youth Development Agency. And I am currently living in Anuvik Northwest Territories and splitting my time between there and Watson Lake, Yukon. Oh, we have stories about Watson Lake, Amy. We'll talk about that after the show, but thank you for being with us. And I can't wait to hear more about the work that you're doing. So welcome to See Her Love. And Livia, hello, Livia. Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Livia Huang. Um, I originally, I was born and raised in China and I came to Canada for my uh, post-secondary uh, degree. And after, upon graduation, um, I started working in Canada in different uh, provinces. And now I'm currently working in Iqaluit, Nunavut. Wow. Okay. And we are in the presence of some incredible women on the show today. This is fantastic. Okay. I want to get some to some fun questions. So Jody, for you. Uh, what do you love about the Yukon that maybe most Canadians or the world have no idea about? Sure, yeah. Well, well, we have one time been rated the best quality air in all of the world. I don't know if we still hold that. <laughs> okay. But what I do love about our city is it's known as the wilderness city. And basically within minutes, you're out your back door and into the wilderness to bike, to hike, to canoe, 
to be in God's creation and just to be rejuvenated. You can often go on a backpacking trip or a canoe trip and not see anyone for days. And so it's just a big, beautiful land that you can get lost in and enjoy God's creation. And um, there's just endless uh, places to explore. And so we really enjoy all of that up here. Wow, sounds amazing. Awesome. Amy, what about you? What do you love about where you live? I love that in the summer, we have 24-7 sunlight. Um, The sun does not (laughs) go down for two months. Um, It's, you know, as bright as it is 2 a.m. in the morning as it is at 2 p.m. And, but in the winter, we have polar night where the sun goes away for about 30 days. So we're actually in that right now. Um, and we built the highway to Tuktoyaktuk uh, Northwest Territories. So now Canada is connected coast to coast to coast. Um, and that was completed um, about three years ago. So yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Amy, thank you for saying that. Cause I was actually corrected by another producer that I said coast to coast across Canada, but really, I was supposed to say coast to coast to coast across Canada conversation. So now we have to change that. And our whole our whole virtual across Canada tour has now got to be rebranded to coast to coast to coast. So Amy, thank you for saying that to me so I can correct that. But that's tremendous. Amazing. Livia, what about you? What do you love about where you live? Uh, I love the sense of community and the people really, well, I think across all the territories, People are really friendly and uh, people really like to get to know you and spend time with you. And for Iqaluit, um, I was always amazed about the amount of art and artists that we have in, uh, in the communities. Um, some fun facts about Iqaluit or Nunavut is that we don't have trees, but it's not barren. Oh. We, have, we do have vegetation, but we just don't have trees. Wow, I had no idea about these things. That's amazing. I think every Canadian needs to go up to Northern Canada and experience just the things that you're experiencing because Canada is such a beautiful country. And so Jody, Amy, and Livia, we've asked every province these same two questions that I want to ask you now. Um, and the first one I know, uh, and you have, because this has been really something that's really uh, close to you, this question, you've asked many women across Canada. Yeah, and because it's in a tough season, you know, Mel, like we're all in it together. Uh, we've heard that this is a global pandemic. So we're all kind of figuring out how to live in this new normal. Uh, but I really want to know how people remain hopeful in the midst of COVID. So mm-hmm. Livia, why don't we start with you? Tell us about you. How do you remain personally hopeful in the midst of COVID? Uh, I learned to count my blessings and to be grateful of what I have. And I started to express those feelings with my friends and family. So just be grateful of what I have. I know um, we're going through a challenging time. um, And it may seem that we don't see the end, the the lights at the end of the tunnel, but I, but I'm grateful for what I have. And um, I think that gave me hope. Dodie, what's your experience been? Sure. Yeah, I think, well, the thing that gives me primarily hope is hope in God and just remembering that he's in control. He's not fretting or worried. He's not caught up in restrictions or a pandemic, but he is uh, far and above all that. And he knows everything that's going on. So that's primarily the hope. And um, kind of like Livia said, just remembering to be thankful what we do have 
and what we can do instead of getting stuck on all the things we can't. I, I know we got to the summer this past summer and we were thinking, oh, all the things we can't do because of COVID. And, and we decided to call it our yes, you can summer. Like, yes, you can <laughs> of all the things we could do and still be thankful for. So we focused on that and we had a great summer. But yeah, I mean, ultimately our family is just focusing on God and he always has made a way, he made a way for the Israelites in the Bible and he just continues to make a way for us um, above people. He's above people. And so we just look to him. Mm, good. Amy, what's your experience been? Um, just like everyone else, kind of just navigating the uncertainty, but then also realizing that life was never certain to begin with. So really, um, you know, taking the time to, you know, explore your um, backyard, like, like Jody mentioned, just like, you know, um, you know, you're in your community. Um, and also I have a spiritual mentor. So, and we just started that relationship a few months ago. So it's just been so timely to, to, to have that support during these times. Wow. I love that. I, I, I think that's so important that we are reminded and remind ourselves uh, to be hopeful that God is our hope and our trust. And I think that's a really great reminder for all of us. Fantastic. Well, the other question that uh, Ann and I asked as we went across Canada was how are we loving our neighbor? And as you know, in the past year, there has been quite a bit of divisiveness and strife and protest and angst in, in so many ways about love and our neighbor and who is our neighbor and who is our enemy. But I want to ask you, all three of you, about what you are doing to love your neighbor, practical things in which you are serving um, caring for your neighbors or your community or church, what are they doing? I'd love to hear those stories. Amy, let's start with you. How are you loving your neighbor very practically today? I really, there's not, there's something special about Northern community. Um, I really, um, just seeing the community come together and have like a Facebook group where, you know, if people need help um, in isolation, they can message it and someone will kind of go shopping for them. And um, that was really beautiful to see. Um, and also the work that I do with my nonprofit, like we gave out uh, self-care kits and it's turned into like a little program. We're going to do another launch um, in the next couple of months here. Um, but yeah, just so those practical things that have just made such a big difference and, you know, doing the, our um, weekly Zoom chats as well, our series with a couple organizations and talking about mental health and um, self-care during these times. I love that the Facebook, like social media has been so good for us in connecting and Zoom. So I love that, Amy. That's, that's great. Livia, what about for you? How are you loving your neighbor very practically today? Uh, similarly, I volunteer. I also serve. I'm a board member of a, um, the city the food center. Um, so we're serving um, before, like non-COVID time. We serve lunch um, every day, seven days a week, um, to up to or sometimes up to 100 people per day. So it's a it's we're providing hot meals. So it's um it's it's a place where people can go and got, get food. So uh, during COVID, we continue to do that, but because of COVID, um, the food center decided to do provide takeout. So we give away mm -hmm. takeout lunch bag. So that's a way for um, to help and continue to support the people who are in need in the city. It's a great story. And Jody, for you, how are you loving your neighbor um, within your community and your family and then your church? <laughs> 
Sure. I think for us, it's just been about meeting people where they're at. We had a big snowstorm about a month ago and neighbors were just out helping each other dig cars out and pull each other out and shovel, shovel other people's driveways and um, just be like, it just felt so nice to be normal in a way. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, yeah, just it's, it's really about meeting people where they're at and also checking on people that have maybe less contact. Like we really try to check in on our single friends who maybe don't have as much um, as many people around, like having them for a meal or just connecting with them over coffee or if they want a phone chat rather or whatever. And then also think too about the, the people having babies that are their family members aren't able to come visit. So how are they doing and do they need support? And so those are just some of the people that we've tried to hone in with and yeah, I think a lot of under the radar acts of kindness are happening throughout our city, which is always refreshing and neat to see in community. That's beautiful. I love those stories of very practical ways you're meeting the needs of your neighbor. And I, I think we can be very encouraged and motivated, inspired by you, Jody, Amy and Livia and what you're doing. Um, speaking about inspiration, uh, Anne Miranda has done a devotional, basically a, a good word in every single show in every province. And so, Anne, I'm really excited to hear what you're going to bring to us to encourage us from the good word. Thanks, Melinda. Well, as a kind of tradition that we have created here on the Coast to Coast to Coast series <laughs> is I did a little bit of research on the kind of historic uh, story behind every province and territory. And as I was researching about the territories, as I fast forwarded into what is uh, the North kind of known for and identified as uh, within our Canadian landscape, uh, the unfortunate part was that issues were surfacing or an unknown of really who is this like North? And I thought this is really interesting because this unknown reminded me of the nameless woman who is known in the Bible as the woman of the issue of blood. And despite all of her positive qualities, despite uh, you know anything positive that could be said about her, she was defined by problems, by her problem and by her pain. And it, her response was really, you know, we've heard this preached so many different times. If I just touch the cloak of Jesus, if I would just touch the garment, the edge of his garment, or what historically would have been a tassel at the end of his garment, if I touched that, I would access his authority as healer. I would receive his promise and her hope was received, but she needed boldness to receive that hope. And Jesus could have just left it at that. He could have just left her miracle at that. But he asked and stopped the crowds and said, who touched me? Because power left him and entered her and then impacted the, the crowd. So he saw her, he loved her, and now he wanted to hear her confess in the middle of that moment what happened. And so I am just so inspired by the stories of these women who have literally encountered the power of the living Christ and, and sharing and confessing to their communities that, that he lives and he's active today. And the work that Jody and Amy and Livia and others like them within their community are doing in the North is actually redefining a story mm -hmm. so that the North would not be defined by issues. We're, we're actually listening, hearing, and leaning into the story of healing and power unleashed from heaven to an 
a never ending supply of spiritual blessings, like it says in Ephesians. And so I'm super encouraged by the, the, actually this show is one of my favorite shows, you know, you know, we're not supposed to be having favorites now. I do. because <laughs> I feel like it was, it's groundbreaking. I feel mm-hmm. like it, there's, there's an attention that needs to be uh, both in prayer and in just a knowledge to what is happening in the North. Mm-hmm. And so as we are, this is our, our final one, but my goodness, my goodness, this God is up to something literally in our nation from coast to coast to coast. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Amazing. And thank you so much. I'm always inspired by uh, your thoughts and, and devotional. So thank you so much for your scripture from the good word. Jody, Amy, Livia, I think the best way to end our time is to really share uh, your encouragement to a young woman that is feeling hopeless or discouraged today, uh, maybe overwhelmed by life circumstances or has been confronted with a great loss. Uh, Amy, let's start with you. What would you say to that young woman today to encourage her? Hmm, that's a really good question. I would probably share with her um, just from my own personal story of how, um, you know, how it says in Isaiah that he will give you treasures of darkness and that, um, you know, when you think about that, you don't think, you know, how can you know, darkness be a treasure, but it really can by, because, you know, there's purpose behind everything. And even though, you know, just these times with like the pandemic and whatever else might be going on in her life right now, just to know that God is in control and that he sees everything and that nothing is a surprise to him. Um, and that we could really lean into his sovereignty. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard to, to rest in his sovereignty, but there's, there is purpose behind everything and that um, to not lose sight of him even amiss, mm-hmm. amiss your pain. Um, and that there's, there are only certain things that you can learn in the hard times that you can't learn when it's going good. And, you know, that's, you know, mm-hmm. the hard times make your faith. So really just to um, continue to press on. And even if you're just hanging by a thread and, um, you know, there's something on the, on the other side of that pain and that, that, that that's, that's suffering. Amy, that's good. Uh, and for, I think, a lot of us, we have learned some of our most profound and redeeming lessons through darkness and pain. Like, don't be afraid of it. Don't shun it. It's like step into it because that's where you're, you get closer to God. You get to know yourself. And it makes you stronger and more resilient to be able to deal with all the other things that are going to come our way that may be more difficult as, as we live out this life. Thank you, Amy. So appreciate you your great work uh, with young people and just keep it up. We're cheering you on and so proud of you. So thanks for being with us. Livia, for you, encouragement to a young woman today that needs to hear hope. Uh, For me, it will be um, God is faithful and I, and he provides and I will encourage everyone to continue to follow. And I believe God will lead will leave us out of this um, uh, difficult time. 
So mm-hmm. that, that's what I have. I love that, Olivia, that God will provide. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it or, or feel like it, or we don't have what we want in our hand physically. But I love that God's provision isn't necessarily stuff, but it's the assurance of his presence, his spirit with us, leading and guiding us the songs that come out from wherever and, and bring us uh, just a sense of comfort. So I love that. You're right. God will provide. And I think it's just a matter for people to say, I'm going to call on you, God. I'm going to talk to you um, and ask you for help. And he will. So Livia, thank you so much for being with us as well. And for the great work uh, that you were doing um, and care for indigenous communities and people. So I'm glad that you were with us on See Here Love. Jody. Uh, for you, encouragement to a young woman today? For sure. Well, I think during this time, I've just been thinking more on 2 Corinthians 4, and it talks about um, we don't lose heart, right? It says we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair. Then it says it again later, we don't lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light and momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And it just talks about the things that are transient and temporal versus what is eternal. So I think like when we feel so weighed down with some of the stuff, just to remember that a lot of what we're experiencing is temporal and we need to just continue to look to the God of the eternal who has like we said, he's not tied to the restrictions of the pandemic. He is um, not on lockdown. He is still all powerful and sovereign. And we have this treasure within us for those who believe of Christ in us, the hope of glory. And so I think that is just um, what I would encourage women with. And also just to remember, even when you feel like there's not a lot you can do, sometimes you don't know how to reach your neighbor, that we still have the power of prayer to come to Jesus' feet and just to say, God, we don't know what to do, but you can do it. Jody, fantastic. I love that hope and prayer. I love that part about prayer, this, this communication, talking with and listening to God because he will speak. He will show you the way and don't lose heart. I, I think for all of us, what you're sharing is, is remaining hopeful, even if we're not feeling it, to remain hopeful and, and trust in God that he will lead and guide. Livia, Amy, Jody, thank you so, so much for your time with us. You are inspirations. It is hard work. I know where you are at and what you are doing. And so we are going to commit to praying for you. We thank you for your obedience, the call of God's life on you in these places and uh, an inspiration. And what, a, Anne, right? What a way to end our coast to coast to coast conversations with these incredible women in Northern Canada. So thank you so much, all of you for being with us and stay with us because coming up, uh, Anne and I share our learnings from our coast to coast to coast conversation and what God has shown us as we have talked with women all across our great nation of Canada. But first, here is how you can join our See Here Love community because we would love to be a part of your story. See Here Love is where you are. Find our hopeful and inspiring faith stories on your favorite platform and encouraging content daily on Instagram and Facebook. To learn more and stay updated, sign up for our newsletter on seeherelove.com. From the host of See Here Love, Melinda Estabrooks and 50 of her guests and friends comes the book, Always Know. Full of stories of lives that are inspiring, wise, and life-changing. 
God hears you. He hears your prayers. He hears the longing for connection. He hears the cries of pain that you're experiencing, and He loves you deeply. This month, with your ministry gift of $25 or more, or when you become a new monthly donor, request your copy of Always Know. It is a collection of stories to help you today in the things that you're struggling with, the things that you were confronted with. And I know that these stories will encourage you. Call 1-800-265-3100 or visit crossroads.ca slash always know or seeherelove.com slash always know and request your copy. Wow. And what an amazing group of women that you were able to bring together from Northern Canada. Well done. Yeah, that was mind blowing. That was just mind blowing. I, I know. I can't believe it. It's, it's wonderful. It's blessed me and, so much. Yeah. But can you believe that we are at the end of our coast to coast to coast conversations across Canada? I mean, here was this idea. I'm like, Anne, come and co-host with me. Let's go through every province as we're going through the pandemic and let's talk with women about hope and love. And here we are at the end of it. It's like exciting, but sad at the same time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay. Now what? Now there's an I know. What? Next. <laughs> now let's take on Europe or Asia. What's our next <laughs> continent? Well, and I want to take a look back from the very beginning when we started in BC of all the conversations we've had from BC uh, right up to today. And then let's come back and share some of our favorite moments. So let's take a look. Great. I had been really just learning about Sabbath. And so this was very much a forced stop, slow down. You know, the first couple of weeks, I remember just the whole world was kind of spinning and, and this one, Thing that just words that kept speaking to me were to choose faith over fear. You know, and I always look back again to my First Nation. You know, uh, we're a very matriarchal culture. They say a nation is not defeated until the hearts of the women are on the ground. Christ came to be an example, and he was someone who was about justice. Your cultural identity matters. Um, I don't think God made us all different for us to pretend that we were the same. But this is such a time to take stock of what we've been doing. Is it essential or not? Is it what God wants us to be doing? And I think this is such a moment to ask God, what are you doing in this season for the church? We took a massive leap of faith, selling everything and leaving everything and coming here to start this ministry and just, we want to be kingdom-minded people. I like my heart, like I, my heart's like about to explode when I see that, like it's really emotional actually, of all the incredible women that we heard uh, their stories from. And, and what did you learn? I mean, we've done all the provinces and the territories. What have you learned through this experience? I learned that God's word never fails, that this country yes. was built on the foundation of his word. I didn't know that as we started. Didn't know how deep rooted our faith was embedded to our history here. Um, that was one massive thing I learned about the past. Uh, I learned uh, that in the present, God is on the move through his daughters uh, yeah. from coast to coast to coast. <laughs> and we are, we are resilient. We carry hope, we carry peace, we carry joy, and we are sharing it with this country. Oh, I love that. 
I think what I learned, yeah, I love that so much. I think I just learned that we are more the same than different. Like it was every time we go to a province, we'd ask sort of the same question. It was always the same responses or the same struggles we were facing with our families, with our own selves, with, with, you know, our communities, with, you know, family of origin, like every time. And we went to a province and asked the question, it always came back with sort of the same answers, just maybe different as far as where you lived. But I think that's what I learned. I think I learned even more that we need one another. Canada is a big nation geographically, but uh, we need to to kind of think small and stay connected with our sisters in Quebec and in the Yukon and in Manitoba and in Labrador and in PEI. Like we need to be more intentional about connecting with our sisters. And so I just want to say this too, Anne, thank you so much for your incredible work in, in guesting and connecting these women to see her love and getting them all in the right time and the right place uh, to chat with us. You did a tremendous job. And I just want to say a huge thank you for the great work in, in doing this. You have a gift to connect women. And so I'm, I'm cheering you on too. So thank you so much for being a part of this amazing adventure that we did. Thanks, Mel. I love the show and I love the heart behind it and definitely love this country. I know. So with that being said, Anne, I think it's just, you know, we love Canada. You know, the, it's a beautiful nation where we live and work and dream. And oh, Canada, may God continue to guide us and help us and care for the most marginalized and move us forward. And we do this together May we all know as we live together, as we listen and we learn together that you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God. Bye. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.